0: What's up y'all welcome to at the end of the day podcast. I'm your host Cherie and we're about to start your week off right. The title of this episode looks very vague. I'm sure you're wondering what quote-unquote job I'm referring to. You know you're my friend so I'm not going to leave you hanging. I will explain in a minute but I have to set the scene behind the title. Every person in my family is huge sports fans. We love all sports. One of our favorite sports is football. I enjoy everything about football, but there is one thing that just never sits right with my spirit, and that is when the kicker misses the field goal. When I was growing up, you could go to the bathroom before watching the kicker because you assumed that when you got back, they made it. Now, you have to sit there and actually hold your breath to see if they make it or not. Now, my family knows that when a kicker misses the field goal, I'm going to say the same thing every single time. One job. Everyone else on the team is running up and down the field the entire game. They're throwing the ball to this person, getting tackled by that person, and blocking the next person. It seems that everyone on the team has multiple things they need to do and multiple jobs. And the kicker comes out to do one job. You might be laughing right now, but guess what? You also have one job. And that is to heal yourself. That's right, folks. Today, we are talking about healing ourselves. So let's start planting new seeds. I have come to realize that when it comes to healing, there are two different types of people you come in contact with. People that think they're healed and people that are healed. This is one of those topics that doesn't get talked about because it requires accountability. And people don't like to take accountability. It requires self-reflection, and people would rather hold a mirror up to everyone in the world to let them know all the things that's wrong with them than to look in the mirror themselves Now, I'm not judging either group because I have been a part of both before going to therapy. I definitely was someone who thought they were healed and felt disrespected by anyone that said otherwise. I decided to put this episode after the episode about being uncomfortable because taking the first step towards healing yourself requires you to be uncomfortable, but it's worth it. Y'all know I love definitions, so let's get into that. When I looked up the definition for the word heal as a verb, the Merriam-Webster dictionary defines it as to make free from injury or disease, to make sound or whole, to make well again. Reading this definition alone proves the importance of healing. The definition is saying that if you aren't healed, You aren't whole. If you aren't healed, you are hurting. We live in a world where people don't want to admit that they are hurting. How can someone heal if they don't want to admit that they're hurting? My mom always told me, hurt people hurt people. And I have come to learn that that's so true. The best analogy I can give you of someone that's unaware that they aren't healed is to envision someone that is bleeding from their hands. Now, I know it sounds gruesome, but bear with me. That person is unaware that they are bleeding, so they don't use bandages and they never stop bleeding. They go around touching everything and everyone while leaving traces of their blood behind for others to clean. This is why you have to be careful when it comes to connecting with people. They will leave traces of their blood on you, and then you are left to clean it up. You cannot help someone heal that isn't aware that they're bleeding. That's God's job, not yours. Your job is to make sure you're healed. It doesn't matter what part of you isn't healed. You can heal it. It doesn't matter that you haven't fully grieved the passing of a loved one or that you haven't healed from being abandoned by your parent or that you haven't healed after leaving an abusive relationship or anything else you may not have healed from. Maybe you're the one hurting those around you because you self-sabotage every relationship with people that want to come close to you. Self-sabotage is a symptom of not being healed. You didn't wake up one day and say, today would be a great day to sabotage the closest relationships I have. So what if you self-sabotage the relationships with those that are close to you out of fear? What if you are used to getting your hopes up and being let down so much that you have started to beat people to it by self-sabotaging any relationship with anyone that tries to help get close to you? Someone that self-sabotages is creating wounds on those around them, but they need to heal too. The type of pain doesn't matter. All of it hurts, but it doesn't have to. The definition stated that healing is to make well again. That means that there was a version of you that didn't have wounds. You haven't always been wounded and bruised. There was a life we lived before the hurt and trauma. Whatever you have gone through or are currently going through, doesn't have to define you. You don't have to bleed forever. You can learn how to stop bleeding and be healed. The idea of healing can be a lot because most times we don't know where to start. You have to start with identifying the part of you that isn't healed. From there, you have to work on healing yourself. Most times I feel like we hope and wait for something or someone to heal us. But I have news for you. Getting married won't heal you, having a baby won't heal you, making more money won't heal you, moving from city to city won't heal you, acting like you're healed won't heal you. Only you can stop your own bleeding. And quite frankly, you deserve to be the healed version of yourself. So let's entertain a negative question real quick. That question is, what if I don't try to heal? Did you know you can hand down the unhealed version of you to your kids? Most people call it a generational curse. But what if it is the passing down of unhealed trauma? One of my friends recently had me watch a video about the importance of healing. In the video, they talked about an experiment that was done on mice. They would shock the mice every time they were around cherry blossoms. The mice went on to have children and the children who were not shocked by anything at all, had already developed a fear of cherry blossoms. This continued for over three generations. There are probably traumas and wounds that you have inherited from your grandparents that you're unaware of. There are probably traumas and wounds that you have inherited from your parents that you're unaware of. There are probably traumas and wounds that you have passed down to your children that you're unaware of. Everyone likes to talk about generational woe. But if you don't work towards healing, that's generational trauma. The great thing about healing is that it stops the cycle. I feel that there are three steps to healing, and I plan to share them with you today. The first step is to be honest. You have to acknowledge the truth. And truth is, you aren't healed, and that's okay. If you are in denial, nothing can be done. You will continue to do what you have always done, That proved that you weren't healed in the first place. You will continue to run and ignore the part of you that's crying out for help. Living a lie is exhausting in any aspect of life. Especially when it comes to lying about being healed. Because at that point, you're portraying yourself to be someone that you're not. And that, my friend, is the definition of a fraud. Allow yourself to feel the hurt. If you're anything like me, you like to push the hurt to the side so you can keep moving. But that just makes the wound bigger. It's easier said than done, but you have to feel your way through the pain in order to get to healing. By being honest, you're finding a part of you that isn't healed and you're finding a part of you that's bleeding. Once you locate that part of you, the work truly begins. The second step to healing is forgiving yourself. Now let's all take a deep breath in and then release it because the idea of forgiveness alone can be a lot, okay? Forgiving yourself is extremely necessary. Most times when something happens to us, we focus on the person that did it to us. We decide whether we want to forgive that person for hurting us or not. But have you ever thought about forgiving yourself for allowing it to happen? I've heard people say that not forgiving someone is like drinking poison and waiting for the other person to die. Well, not forgiving yourself is like drinking the poison And hoping someone noticed that you did it. But here's the thing. Nobody is noticing because only you can forgive yourself. Now, being transparent and vulnerable is what we do here on At The End of The Day podcast. So let's get into it. A year and a half ago, I ended a seven-year relationship. He did not want a relationship and he did not want titles. He communicated that with me since day one. As time went on, it was confusing for me because we would do everything normal couples would do, but we didn't have a title. We were exclusive and did everything together. He continued to be adamant on not having titles because he wasn't ready for that. I always had the desire to be married one day, so I kept ignoring what he said because I felt like I could convince him to want to be fully committed to me. I felt like if he sees that I'm worth it, I will change his mind. One day, I realized we were coming up on celebrating seven years, and I still was waiting for a title of being a girlfriend, even though my true desire was to become a wife one day. It was like a switch went off in me, and I realized how ridiculous that was and that I was settling. Once I realized that, it helped me open my eyes to other things that summarized the decision that he was not the one for me. So I ended it. After I ended it, I had to forgive myself because I had allowed it to go on for so long. I had to forgive myself for allowing a man to define my worth. I had to forgive myself for not loving myself. I had to forgive myself for hoping and waiting for him to see me and for not seeing myself. Most people might feel like he wasted my time, but truth is, I allowed myself to have my time wasted because he told me from the beginning that he couldn't give me what I deserved. Not just what I wanted, but what I deserved. There might be something in your life that has happened. Whoever hurt you is definitely to be blamed. Don't get me wrong about that. But you can't fully heal until you forgive yourself for your part. When my grandfather would give me relationship advice, he would tell me that there is always something for both people to apologize for in an argument because it takes two to tango. I have realized that this applies to not only relationships, but when you have been wronged in a situation. It takes energy to be upset and only focus on the person that hurt you. It's a hard pill to swallow, but what about your part in things? Was there a part of you that didn't love yourself when the situation happened? Forgive yourself for not loving yourself. Was there a part of you that didn't know what you deserved from that significant other or that family member? Forgive yourself for settling and for not having boundaries. Was there a part of you that waited and desired to be seen by a friend or a family member because you always felt invisible? Forgive yourself for not taking out the time to see you. Maybe you spent months or years waiting for someone to apologize for doing you wrong, but they never apologized. Forgive yourself for that too. Why? Because even though you may not have spoken about the situation or person daily, you have still wasted energy waiting. Forgive yourself for waiting for someone to heal you and for not taking the time to heal yourself. There's a quote by Dr. Maya Angelou that I love, and she said, Forgive yourself for not knowing what you didn't know before you learned it. Before the situation occurred that hurt you, there was a part of you that didn't know something. Maybe you didn't know you didn't love yourself or how to love yourself. Maybe you didn't know you were seeking validation from someone else. Maybe you didn't know how to set boundaries. Whatever it is that you didn't know about yourself before the pain, you have to forgive yourself for that. This part of healing is you forgiving yourself for not knowing better. But once you forgive yourself, the healed version of you has to do better because now you learned how better looks and feels. The third step to healing is going to therapy or to start journaling. I put both of them together because people are very resistant to therapy. I'm not sure why because I truly feel like everyone should go to therapy at least once in their life. Going to therapy doesn't mean something is wrong with you. I see it as a way of self-love. You learn so much about yourself. You may think you just are the way you are because it's you. A therapist will break down the fact that you are the way you are because X, Y, and Z happened to you. To make you that way. For those that are against therapy, journaling will be great for you. Journaling allows you to write out how you feel. It doesn't have to be formal. It can be just as simple as a list of emotions you feel at that moment. It can be a list of thoughts that are constantly on your mind all the time. If you are someone that feels like you don't have time to write, create a list in the notes app on your phone. When I'm extremely overwhelmed with thoughts and emotions, but I don't have my journal on me, I write it in my notes app. Therapy and journaling help you release the part of you that is wounded. You can't heal unless you let go. That wound deserves to be healed. Therapy allows you to address the part of you that you haven't talked to anybody else about. If you don't talk about it, you can't heal from it. If you don't talk about it, you're allowing that part of you to stay captive. You're staying silent and not healing. The more you hold on to the part of you that isn't healed, the more you're helping the wound become bigger. Now, guess what, y'all? It's Q&S time. If this is your first time listening, Q&S stands for Quote in Scripture. This is a time I share a quote in scripture to encourage you for the week ahead. The quote I chose for this week is from an anonymous person, and they said, Healing doesn't mean a damage never existed. It means the damage no longer controls our lives. Living with the unhealed version of yourself creates damage to your life indirectly, whether you realize it or not. If the thought of them makes you roll your eyes, you aren't healed. If you hear someone say their name and you roll your eyes, you aren't healed. If the thought of the situation still makes you sick to your stomach, you aren't healed. How do I know? I know because this is how I realized I wasn't healed. It takes energy to feel this way about someone or something. Energy that could be going towards something more beneficial to your life. Now, would we love to get the apology we deserve from the person that hurt us? Of course we would. Would we love to forget that the situation ever happened? Of course we would. But we can't forget and we may never get that apology. So what happens next? This is why healing yourself is your job and nobody else's. Healing that part of you is not erasing the past and it isn't letting the person that hurt you off the hook. It means that you are taking back control of the situation because you are deciding to heal yourself. It means that you are patching up your own wounds and closing that door so you can move on to bigger and better things. Yes, the pain was there, but by taking the time to heal yourself, you're deciding it doesn't have to control you. The scripture I chose for this week is from Psalms chapter 147, verse 3. I'm reading from the New Living Translation and it reads, He heals the brokenhearted and bandages their wounds. I have mentioned that healing yourself is your job. Indeed it is. But the Lord is the only person that can come alongside you to help you heal. He is the original therapist. God promises to heal your broken heart and to bandage your wounds. Not being healed means that you have wounds and parts of you that are broken. We look to our friends and family to help us. Some people turn to drugs and alcohol. Only the Lord can truly understand your pain. He knows the part of you that's hurting that you aren't even aware of. This means that he is the only one, other than you, that knows what it takes to heal you. I find comfort in the fact that he knows my pain because that means I'm not alone. Sometimes we can't articulate the pain, but he knows. Only God can meet you right where you are and help you get to where you're trying to go. He wants to come alongside us and walk us through the healing process. He wants to tend to our wounds. He doesn't want to see us broken and hurting. We have to include the Lord in our healing process because without him, true healing can't take place. Now that's a wrap for this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you liked today's episode, make sure you hit that follow button and leave a review. I would love to read your feedback. You can also follow me on Instagram under the name podcast. If you have something you need advice about, something you want to share, or you have a topic you want to hear me talk about, you can send me an email to podcast 8 at gmail.com. I really want to hear from you. If you know someone that needs encouragement, like I always say, make sure you share this episode with them. You just never know what somebody else is going through. Now, as we part ways to tackle the week ahead, my hope is that you have acknowledged the part of you that isn't healed. If you haven't, sit in silence so you can allow yourself to feel. We live in a world where everything is moving so fast that we don't have time to sit, reflect, and feel. For those of you that have identified the part of you that isn't healed, work towards healing yourself. You don't have to feel pain and keep bleeding forever. Continue to be honest about how you're feeling and how you got there. Forgive yourself for your part in not being healed. Forgive yourself for not knowing better. Seek a therapist to help you on your healing journey. If you aren't ready for a therapist, start journaling how you feel. Don't forget to include the Lord in your healing process. I want better for you. I hope and pray that you want better for yourself. Make sure you start to work towards healing. Make sure you start to release the part of you that is wounded. Make sure you take care of your own wounds instead of constantly trying to heal and tend to everyone else's wounds. Your wounds matter. Your healing matters. Do whatever it takes to heal yourself. Because at the end of the day, you have one job.